This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with two young guns in Australian motorsport, Harley Harbour and Jackson Evans. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, we speak to Jackson Evans about his career cup season a little bit later in the show. But first, Harley Harbour is another of the young drivers trying to make his way up through the motorsport ranks. And Harley, we're here at Tail and Bend, an amazing facility. Where did you actually start your racing career? Well, like many others, I started out in go-karts doing what um, what you really should kind of start out in, in motorsport. It's pretty common, but uh, ended up go-karting. Got a go-kart for my 13th birthday and did that for about two and a half years. Uh, pretty much yeah, did my apprenticeship there, learnt how to drive, learnt the basics and then stepped up into a national category being Aussie racing cars and that was at the end of 2015. Uh, so we did about three, three rounds of Aussie cars in 2015 and then the full season in 2016 so that was, that was a lot of fun, taught me a lot of what I needed to know in, in, in certain areas and then from then on I went into Formula 4 so made the jump to open wheelers and in an aero slips kind of slits and wings type of deal. Uh, did four rounds of Formula 4 in 2017 and now I've stepped into the Kumo series for the final two rounds of the 2018 championship. So currently doing very well, I, I think. Uh, definitely exceeding my own expectations, that's for sure. Now you're 19 years old. What was, what was it that drew you to racing karts in the first place? How did that talk about getting that first kart come about? Well, both Dad and I have been massive motorsport fans all of our lives and that was a dream that Dad had and he never really had the opportunity so uh, an opportunity presented itself to, to buy a go-kart and, and, and that we did so kind of went on from there but I've always been a motorsport fan, I've always been very interested and supercars kind of been where I've always wanted to go so uh, yeah, always had one goal. Quite a quick progression up, what have you learnt at each step? Uh, yeah, it is It is a little bit rapid. I think you can take the best from every category and, and mash it all together is pretty much what I've ended up with. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's quite interesting the different driving styles that you kind of have to adapt to in different cars. But, um, yeah, I think now it's, we're getting there. Kumo is, of course, the third level of supercar racing in Australia. What's the goal from these two races that you're uh, enjoying now? Well, the original plan was actually to run the 2019 season and, and do all the rounds, but uh, we had a little bit of budget left there for the final two rounds of this year and kind of entered them in with not really expecting anything special. We just wanted to kind of find our feet with the cars and learn the basics and see where we kind of go from then on. So, um, I mean, yeah, the, the, the goal is to do another year of Kumo next year and um, I'm very happy where I am with Image, so can't wait. Terry Wahoon is uh, a long-time uh, long-time car owner and a long-time racer how do you find the information he's able to impart to you oh very 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 good I think Terry's really um, really helped me out in my racing career already just even just after two rounds I mean all the boys here we all do it because we love it uh, it's not you know it's more of like a family business that we all kind of you know come and come together for I mean it's not it's not really a traditional motorsport business it's not all about the money around here and I think that's what really makes it special for me talking about money it is a motor racing so it is quite expensive to do how do you fund your motor racing well, my motor racing has been predominantly through sponsorship uh, for the last three four years has all been yeah heavily relied on on sponsors and happy to have iPlan on board uh, this round as well as HRS hybrid race simulations so any any help I can get is always good help how do you go about finding and building those relations yeah no it's um, it's definitely a, something else that 
you know you have to kind of teach yourself about and 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 you, I mean one thing to go to a racetrack and drive a car really fast but the other thing is you have to be a pretty successful businessman outside to actually get the funds to actually do that on the weekends so yeah it's been very good for me to be able to talk to so many different people and businesses and and uh, successfully pull in enough budget to go car racing where is the ultimate goal for you the ultimate goal has always been main game supercars uh yeah so it's just i mean taking the needed steps to get there at the moment and um yeah doing my time and getting enough laps in the car and continuing on from there how do you map out a roadmap to get into supercars how how do you sit down and go all right this step here this step here and and then go well this step is two hundred thousand dollars this steps three hundred thousand dollars because normally companies need to get bigger as you work up that chain for sponsorship yeah well funnily enough this weekend we kind of sat down with the team and and worked out a little bit of a plan just going off the careers of drivers currently in main game and what they've done in the past and just looking at how much time they've actually spent driving a supercar before they actually reached you know the top level so that's kind of what we're trying to to look at here is actually how long you know i'm gonna have to you know keep cutting laps in a supercar for um you know that is necessary and required so the money aspect will will sort that out after we have a, a solid plan of where we're going and obviously there's 26 cars there so the pyramid gets a lot narrower towards the top how do you sell yourself to owners so they know that you're there yeah i think that that's where a lot of the stuff with mechanical engineering and and kind of being a good data engineer and taking an interest in that kind of stuff really helps because from a team's perspective i mean having a driver that actually you know can do all that stuff is going to be very helpful and and can actually save the team some budget instead of putting an you know an actual data engineer on if the driver can kind of take care of that himself um so it's kind of yeah where i'm headed at the moment what's your educational background well, i went to school uh up until year 12 and um yeah i did a bit of an apprenticeship with metal fabrication for a little bit building roll cages so now I'm looking towards the the data engineer side of it and um, yeah kind of learning about what actually makes a race car go fast and how to make it faster. So you're working full-time as well as racing on weekends? Uh, not working at the moment but that's the plan for next year. Mm. Well it's been a pleasure to catch up with you and looking forward to seeing how you progress through the next couple of stages of your racing career. Thank you very much Greg, been a pleasure. Jackson Evans uh, joins us now here at Tail and Bend after second place overall and it was quite an interesting weekend this brand new circuit. Yeah for sure it's been uh, been an amazing weekend awesome facilities down here and it's uh, it's great to get the first career cup round um, running run and done here um, you know interesting weekend we sort of struggled a little bit in qualifying got caught out by the red flag but um, we knew that we had good speed so it was just about fighting back and yeah to end up on the podium is awesome after Sydney Motorsport Park. You head now to Bathurst and then to the Gold Coast to close out the series and they're both daunting tracks in different ways. Yeah, for sure. Obviously Bathurst is sort of the prob- probably the most exciting for sure in, in Australia. Um, I loved every lap that I, that I got to run there last year and also um, at the 12 hour earlier this year. So a fair bit of track mileage, um, maybe not as much as some of the others, but no, really looking forward to getting there and then to the Gold Coast. So I had some great results here last year and um, felt comfortable and it's basically home for me so it's like a home round so it's always good to have family and friends cheering you on. How are you feeling in the cars this year and how have you seen this year's changes? Yeah obviously the cars are slightly different this year so it's been a it's been a bit of a learning curve we um we started very well at the first two rounds and that was uh pretty exciting to see and then we sort of didn't lose our way but um sort of the other teams stepped up and we sort of didn't fall behind but we weren't quite matching them and uh Sydney Motorsport Park we sort of 
found out that we weren't on the on the money and we, we knew that we had to step up our game. So to come here um, at Tail and Bend and, and return to the podium is pretty cool. So we are, we're confident that we've found our speed again and we'll just keep working into it and, and hopefully finish in a similar position come Gold Coast. You're looking at Gold Coast and Bathurst in the immediate future, but what's 2019? How's that shaping up? Because it's right now that people are making decisions about where their future lies. Yeah, for sure. We uh, would be lying if we said we hadn't put any thought into our 2019 plans. But um, obviously we're trying to uh, work through with um, this year um, in the immediate future and, and obviously aim to get to the Porsche Junior Shootout and uh, and hopefully perform well there. We'd, we'd love to do Super Cup in 2019, but... Um, as everyone knows, motorsport's expensive, but um, yeah, we're, if we can if we can do well at the shootout, hopefully we can uh, sort of put our foot foot in the door there and and, and hopefully open some doors and, and have a go at the Super Cup Championship. In the worst case scenario, is it another year here in Australia in uh, the Cup cars? Yeah, for sure. I certainly wouldn't turn my back on Australia straight away. Um, we would probably evaluate what what championship we'd run in. I'd love to return to uh, Carrera Cup. It's obviously very competitive, and if you're doing well here, it's it's sort of recognised by Porsche and the Carrera Cup championships around the globe. So, um, yeah, no, I certainly wouldn't turn my back on Australia, but we'll we'll try and keep sort of striving for for bigger and better things. What's been the biggest change you've had to make in your driving this year between the old and the new? I think the biggest thing is just sort of uh, trying to stay consistent rather than uh, be, be super fast over a lap. Um, obviously the competition I think has sort of stepped up a level from last year. Um, everyone, there's so, been so many different race winners and everyone's capable of those race wins. So uh, it's just a matter of sort of being a bit more consistent rather than going for that outright speed um, and, and a little bit smarter in the way that I drive considering the championship position that we're sitting in. Well, we wish you all the best for the next two rounds. They're going to be critically important for how the championship pans out. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm uh, obviously really looking forward to them and hopefully we can keep producing these sorts of results. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.